As nurses, there are plenty of times on the job when, if we didn't laugh, we'd cry. Humor is important in our profession as a stress reliever, an icebreaker with patients, and a way of bonding with fellow nurses and caregivers. Kate Hogan, who's both a nurse and a stand-up comedian, joins me today to talk about the role of humor in nursing. Hi, and welcome to Nurse Essentials, a Cleveland Clinic podcast where we discuss all things nursing, from patient care to advancing your career to navigating tough on-the-job issues. We're so glad you're here. I'm your host, Carol Pahatsky, Associate Chief Nursing Officer of Surgical Services Nursing. Most of us would like to think we have a good sense of humor. Some of us perhaps more than others. When I'm on, when I'm having a good day, my husband likes to joke that he married me for the laughs, although I suppose one could argue is that he's laughing at my acts of clumsiness and buffoonery, or am I actually funny? But we've also, most of us, have witnessed where humor fell flat, right? Whether it's on a TV show or you're at a party, So humor can sometimes with a little bit of fear. Nobody wants to be that person that's met by crickets when they say something that sounded a lot funnier in their head before it came out of their mouth. So one could argue that much like nursing, there is both an art and a science to humor. Victor Frankl, Holocaust survivor, author, and noted psychiatrist, has been quoted as saying, humor, more than anything else in the human makeup, affords an aloofness and ability to rise above any situation, even if only for a few seconds. And when you look at the literature, much has been said and written about the benefits of the use of humor in nursing and in healthcare in general, both among members of the teams and with our patients. I even read an article that said humor training helped schizophrenic patients experience less in terms of symptoms. So there's everything out there from peer-reviewed research articles to joke books with cartoon illustrations to a host of memes of variety level of appropriateness, but I don't think that any of those authors are actual stand-up comedians. So it is my great pleasure today to welcome Kate Hogan. Kate is one of our fabulously talented nurses who works at the bedside at the medical ICU of Cleveland Clinic's main campus for the past two and a half years. Prior to that, she was a stand-up comedian. Kate, thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Absolutely. I'm very excited to be here. I'm Excellent. excited to talk about where nursing, because a lot of mm-hmm. nursing is communication, and sure. that communication meets humor. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. So if you wouldn't mind, do you mind going through briefly your, your life story that got you <laughs> between stand-up comedian to nurse to where you're sitting today? I guess the abridged version. <laughs> <laughs> to tell it short, which is not a, um, <laughs> a quality I usually carry. <laughs> when I was about 18, I was dating a guy, got in an argument. He was a stand-up comic. Mm. He said, you're not funny. And so I went to his comedy club and I did comedy and I got a better reaction than him. Which that was... is her story. That is not the plot <laughs> of a TV show you may have witnessed. That is, <laughs> it is. They stole it. <laughs> Definitely the prototype. <laughs> um, and but then after that, I kind of went through a journey of, well, we didn't last. I don't. <laughs> and then I went through journey. I, I tried to explore being a nun in mm. Calcutta. Oh my! Which you know, not a nun. That's what I learned. <laughs> and well. now I was in Cleveland. Okay. Uh, in Cleveland for about a month and needed to find a new job. Had mm-hmm. just signed a lease. I didn't know anybody in Cleveland. Oh gosh! So I did a lot of soul searching that mm-hmm. year. Worked at a shoe store. Worked at a call center. <laughs> and then I got into marketing at a dumpster company. Oh. <laughs> now that's a skill. Marketing a dumpster. In interviews, when I'm, I'm interviewing for jobs, it's, you know, they bring that, oh, you worked at a dumpster company. I'm like, you know, and dumpster fires logistically are not the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> I've handled plenty of dumpster fires. Literally. <laughs> and then I ended up in nursing. You know, my grandmother was a nurse. My mm. aunt is a nurse. Well, she just retired in New York. And ah. 
So we have nurses in the family and it just kind of seemed the best place because what I like about nursing, and I think it's what kind of like I bring with my my personality is there's always room for learning under the heaviness mm-hmm. in the context of life or death. That's the profession and the sure. career, the philosophy is we're going to strive to be better. Yeah. And it seems like it's very team and goal orientated yes. too, yes. where everybody in the room is striving for being better, doing, mm-hmm. you know, what can we do next? What have we done before? What has worked and hasn't worked? Right. And a lot of that has to do with comedy too. What have we done before? <laughs> sure. <laughs> what has yeah. worked and what yeah. hasn't worked? Yeah, the same worked. old joke isn't funny, as funny as it was the first time someone told it. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so like humor is really cool because what I found in the middle of doing all those career searching was an outlet. Like, so you were doing stand-up all along. Yes. Excellent. Because in Cleveland, there's stand-up every night of the week. Huh. There's a stand-up show and open mic. Usually the people at the bar don't even know what's happening. So well. they're... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a different episode, well, folks. Yes. <laughs> and it's wild because I've done stand-up, you know, I, I've toured internationally. Huh. And so doing stand-up in Western Europe, Eastern Europe, doing stand-up in Canada, doing stand-up in the, around the United States, Cleveland has a very unique audience hmm. where most people who go to a stand-up show are like, oh, I'm coming to laugh. Cleveland okay. audiences have this air of make me laugh. Oh, no. You know, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, like it isn't scary enough. I know. On behalf of our city, I'm sorry. You've got to like, <laughs> win them over. Oh, which my. Is, I mean, I guess at the end, it's an exercise in sure. <laughs> winning a crowd over. And, and to be fair, a lot of people are sprung on. They had no idea the open mic was happening that night. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is, it is a little, when you make it a game of winning people over or mm. playing with their reaction. And so it's fun to to almost play off of those. And I feel like my mother once when I was in school struggling with a nursing class, I was like, man, this is the hardest class. So many, like only like two thirds of people pass this sure. semester. Oh yeah. And I was like, this is really hard. And she's like, well, you, you know, and she meant this so genuinely. She's <laughs> like, well, you always have the comedy to fall back on. <laughs> <laughs> she's not the only person in the history yes. of history to have said that. <laughs> Supportive. Very supportive. I was like, <laughs> said no one ever I know, except I your mom. Like, <laughs> Like, that doesn't make me feel better about nursing <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, but here you are today bringing yes. it all to the patients you serve. I want to go back to a lot of great things you've already shared, but the, the comment you made about winning a room over. Mm-hmm. And when we think about, you know, our listeners are, are hopefully everywhere from people who are in nursing school to people who are somewhere along their nursing career lines. But if we haven't yet, we can certainly imagine walking into a patient's room where either they or the family member are arms crossed over. They've gone through so much just to land in that bed. So with your experience, what thoughts do you have around reading the patient room and how to respond? What are some things that you've brought with you from your career that, that you use? I just introduce myself. I try and like, there's this thing where they're like, today I'm matching energy. Like whatever Mm. you decide what day we're having. And I, (laughs) I don't, I don't do that all the time. I probably, I don't do that most of the time. It It probably works better in standup than it does in patient care. (laughs) Well, I try and bring you to my energy. You know what I mean? Like I want you to, I'm going to try to give you the support Mm. you need to, you know, and it doesn't mean you have to think positive about it, but Mm -hmm. just to feel relief, to feel safety. We'll flip to humor a little bit. Trying to connect with a patient family. What gives you the signal that, all right, I think think I can go here in terms of humor. And especially for somebody who's saying, I think I have a decent sense of humor, but I don't want to offend anybody. The big thing that I do is I really just have like a set thing. Like I, uh, not to say I treat every patient the same, but it's almost like those standards of care. You come mm. in, in your clinical zone, you're supposed to introduce yourself, wash your hands, provide privacy, you know, mm-hmm. like the little checklist yeah, of, of when you walk into a bed space. 
and ask the patient the identifiers and stuff. So when I come in, I go, hi, I'm Kate. I'm going to be your nurse for tonight. How are we doing? Easiest way to sure. live. <laughs> and yep. even if they go, yep. oh, we're fine. Oh, we're okay. You know, mm-hmm. the biggest thing you can do is rely on those jokes that you know, too. You know, like, sure. <laughs> I'll start moving somebody and they have all, you know, like we're trying to like coordinate all the different things. You know, they could mm-hmm. have a swan. They could have uh central right. lines they can have they can have all, all these things of, yeah and i always make the joke well we got wireless phones but not wireless people it's <laughs> very innocuous yes it's, yes there it you recognizes go. the frustration but like yes and they're all and especially with like the older they're like oh yeah <laughs> like you know and it's a great and, litmus test to see if yes. somebody chuckles or if they give yeah. you a stony face like all right this is humor may not be the most therapeutic <laughs> exactly. application here in this room noted yes <laughs> so, so You've shared some great information that I think is really helpful for our audience in terms of of using humor to read a room, to sort of recover when it doesn't go as intended, and really as that stress relief. We know sometimes humor is a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. So when should we be on the alert for maybe we're using humor to create a boundary or an emotional distance? And sometimes that can be healthy, but sometimes that can be unhealthy. How, How would we as nurses take a step back and reflect and say, is this helping the situation or not? It's like, am I keeping mm. in scope the humor is about either my experience or shared experience? Because mm. a lot of sure. times I don't think we think of the family seeing this as a shared experience. And it is. We're but sharing is, the experience yeah. of mm-hmm. their loved one. Mm-hmm. We all have different roles, but this yeah. is a shared experience. Yeah. And I try and be as honest and as educational as possible. So mm-hmm. when I walk into a room, one of the first things I ask is, do you know what this machine is? Sure. And I kind of make the joke on me where like, I'm like, you know, one of the biggest things that blew my mind in nursing school was that your pee is not from what you drink. It is your blood. <laughs> it's not like you drink and it goes to your blood. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, what? <laughs> and so I tell them what the dial, the CRT, yes. the yes. continuous dialysis and stuff. And I explain what a ventilator. And so I just kind of go through because a lot of times it's very overwhelming. Sure. And that and humor so, can really take that tension down yes. for that family that's taking all of it in. And and it's not humor about their loved one. No. It's yeah. humor about me. Like, do you know what blew my mind? Let me give yeah. you a nursing insider <laughs> secret. That's right. Let me in. <laughs> like, Here we go. And, or even just acknowledging, you know, like, well, oh, yeah, I read the chart. You guys have been, like, here in the hospital for a while. Mm-hmm. You guys could have nursing degree. Like, that's not, right. you know, like, <laughs> and, and not to be condescending about it. So, like, yeah. I think... I think kind of checking in with yourself. I've written about when does self-deprecating humor become <laughs> actually self-marginalizing? You oh, know, like, this is my jam. I need to pay attention. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me get my pen out. Go for it. <laughs> and so when we make jokes about ourselves or about other folks, it's a phrase like punching down. You know, are you punching down? Mm. Or are you punching up? Essentially, for humor to happen, you have to obstruct something. And a pun would obstruct the grammar, you know, like, oh, when, sure. Okay. So you, there had, the gag has to be an obstruction. So <laughs> when we walk into rooms, what do we need to obstruct? And I think what we need to obstruct is the sadness. Like sadness mm. is absolutely appropriate. And people who are loved deserve their loss to be sad, deserve their pain mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. to create sadness, but you can't have a life without joy. And so if they're still here, they're still living, we're still fighting, even if they're, you know, intubated, sedated, paralyzed, pro- you know, like, sure. We still have life. We are it was still a temporary obstruction from the sadness. That's yes. something we can bring. Yes, and so that's where it's it's you have to you know find joy, and I think that's in humor we can really bring it to it. Well, and I think it comes down to I, I love what you said about bringing joy because if if somebody is 
saying, I just, I'm not funny. That's not where I'm comfortable. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to use humor. It's that what else can you do to bring yes. joy to that patient and, and that you, family? I think a lot of times like folks think like, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm not good at jokes. Not, I don't have a sense of humor. You've never laughed in your life. You've never found anything funny. <laughs> that doesn't mean you can create funny, sure. but you've never, you do have a sense yeah. of humor. Everyone has a sense of humor. Well, I guess I shouldn't say everyone, but <laughs> um, well, especially nurses. Like, I don't think you could be a nurse without having some sort of sense it of humor. It may look a little different, but it's still there. Yes. And so like, I'll, I'll walk into a room, especially if I've had them the night before mm -hmm. and I'll go, oh, Hey, did you miss me? All right. You're stuck <laughs> with me again. Yes. Yeah, and, I, and I say it very light, you know, like, yeah. hey, did you miss me? Or if they ask for like a cup with ice, like it's almost like, um, shtick, like it's like physical comedy. I'll yeah. like pull the curtain back a little bit. And I'll be like, all right, I got you. Like almost like you're putting there like, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's those little moments of joy that, that we all need that you're able to bring through humor. So we're going to switch gears a little bit to wrap it up. We like to end with what I call the speed round where we let our audience get to know a little bit more about you as a human being and not just as somebody who's a, who's been a fabulous expert for us. So you spend a lot of time on the floor as a nurse. What's your go-to pair of shoes? So I, this is a funny one. I know it's speed round. I was a manager of a shoe store where... No, come I did not know that, folks. <laughs> this was not a setup. They, um, I, I did not, I did not provide my CV, to be no. fair. Um, and they, I always joke, they paid us in shoes, but they, all of our bonuses oh. were in shoes. So I have all these I mean. shoes. And so I wear a lot of New Balance because I have all of these... You wear dad shoes. Yeah. <laughs> They have fun with like the fresh foams. Like. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I wear I wear a lot of New Balance because I just have all these shoes and <laughs> you don't want to see them go to waste. You know, <laughs> excellent. I love it. It's your time to go home and unwind. What's your go-to? Do you like TV? Do you like podcasts? Do you like books? What What are you consuming these days for for your own pleasure? Well, I like cartoons. Okay. Um, so I will go home and watch cartoons. Right now, there are no new cartoons I haven't watched, really. And I can always go back and watch Futurama or Bob's ah, Burgers. <laughs> okay. All right. I see where you're going. <laughs> um, but I started, unfortunately, Succession, because now I'm in it. Oh, okay. So now, literally, like, I get home, and I'm like, okay, I got to watch. Got to binge watch. All right. Well, good luck with that. Let me know how it turns out. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. This was so much fun. As always, thanks so much for joining us for today's discussion. Don't miss out. Subscribe to hear new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we want to hear from you. Do you have ideas for future podcasts or want to share your stories? Email us at nurseessentials at ccf.org. To learn more about nursing at Cleveland Clinic, please check us out at clevelandclinic.org slash nursing. Until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not constitute medical or legal advice. Consult your local state boards of nursing for any specific practice questions. Mm -hmm.